0: So that is how it can relate to your body's health as well. Because so if you are really not doing well mentally, it can make it really hard for you to stay healthy in your body. And then vice versa as well. Like if you've been stuck inside, or if you are for whatever reason, having a hard time being active or something, with your food, or even if you're just going through illness or anything like that, and your body starts to get more unhealthy. That is then going to in turn reflect in your mental health too. So it affects your posture. It affects the way that you're, oxygen is moving through your blood and the nutrients that your cells are getting. So, I mean, you can get into it in that really kind of more like biochemical, like super connected way. But then also it's just your, the feeling too, right? Like if you are struggling in your health and your body, if you are feeling good in your health and your body, then that also reflects in your mind.
1: Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, yo! Welcome back to Hopeful and Wholesome. Today, I have on the show my guest, Dr. Haley Steinhauser. And Dr. Steinhauser is a chiropractor, and she's also a wellness coach. And she focuses all on the mind-body connection, which, you know, is kind of my jam. So I was really excited about this conversation that we had together. And she just works a lot with her clients on how the mind affects the physical body and how they both affect each other, We talk about the nervous system, breaking old patterns, all the good things, mind, body, and we have a super in-depth conversation on the connection between the two. This episode is full of lots of little tangible takeaways and tips that you can start doing right now to connect your mind and body. See y'all, let's dive in. All right, y'all, let's jump in. I'm here today with Dr. Haley Steinhauser, and she is a chiropractor and a wellness coach. And she is all about... The mind and body connection, which is awesome because that's what I'm about to. And so we're going to talk to her, to her today about all those things. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank
0: you for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. And yeah.
1: I love this stuff. <laughs> me too. Me too. Totally. No, I know. When you said the message, I was like, no, this is perfect. I love talking about this. this. is great. So let's kind of start with just that. Can you just, I know this is like, you know, probably a conversation that or an answer that question that could be answered in a really long drawn out answer. But can you kind of just explain to the listeners, what is the connection to our mental health and our physical health?
0: Yeah, that answer could go on for ages. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> But yeah, and there's also so many different directions you can go in because there are a lot of different connections. But uh, one connection that's really interesting is just the way that your mental health is really just a series of like movement within your brain, movement within your nervous system, right? And then so that is how it can relate to your body's health as well. Because so if you are really not doing well mentally, it can make it really hard for you to stay healthy in your body. And then vice versa as well. Like if you've been stuck inside or if you are, for whatever reason, having a hard time being active or something, with your food, or even if you're just going through illness or anything like that, your body starts to get more unhealthy, that is then going to in turn reflect in your mental health too. So it affects your posture, it affects the way that your oxygen is moving through your blood and the Mm -hmm. nutrients that your cells are getting. So I mean, you can get into it in that really kind of more like biochemical, like super connected way. But then also, it's just your the feeling too, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you are struggling in your health, in your body, if you are feeling good in your health and your body, then that also reflects in your mind. And it's just kind of, there's not a starting point. It's definitely a circle, which makes it really interesting because then you can see, okay, where are you at right now? What tools do you have to work with? And then that can help you figure out where you can start to make changes in one area that will then reflect in the other area. And for some people, that's fitness. For some people, Mm -hmm. that's food. For some people, that's working on their mental health or talking or finding a friend to chat with or making changes to some automatic patterns or habits. So it's really cool because since they are so intertwined, depending on where you are and what tools you have, you can make changes that are best for you and where you're at in your life right now. So yeah,
1: yeah, no, I love that. That was such a good answer. I do want to (laughs) hone in on what you said about posture and how it affects your posture. Because I I did an interview a couple weeks ago with a girl who has a podcast that's all about like thyroid health and stuff. And so we were talking about that, like health and posture. And I like that you connect mental health with posture and then posture just overall health. So can you speak a little bit to that?
0: Yeah, definitely. So posture is really cool because it's not only just, okay, are your muscles strong? Are you paying attention to if you're standing up straight? Are you staying off technology? Like it's much more about also the nervous system component of it because posture should be more automatic than something that we have to think about and control. Yes. So, and part of that automatic part is your autonomic nervous system. So that's the fight or flight stress response or the rest and digest, like chill out and recuperate and let your cells regenerate response. And so the way that that relates is that when you're in stress mode, that pulls you into flexion, which is more of a fetal position. Your shoulders roll forward, your head comes forward and you're kind of curled up in a little ball. So. Even though I think a lot of times, nowadays, people are pointing to technology, pointing to like, oh, well, you're just staring at your phone all day or you're on the computer. So of course, that's why you have bad posture. A huge component is also that stress response. There's so much more going on. Your attention span is pulled in every direction. There's tons of stress in general, but also especially the past couple of years. So then that is literally pulling our bodies and our nervous systems into... Fight or flight mode, which is going to pull us into flexion, which is worse posture. So to combat that, you want to, from a brain based perspective, start changing your posture into more extension, not only just strengthening like the muscles that will help you do that, but also doing things that are very brain based, like, uh, like getting your cerebellum going with balance work, um, things like that to get your teeny, teeny little muscles that are like not so much about strength, but more about like, let's talk to your nervous system. And then that's going to help pull you into a better posture. And then the way that that affects your mental health is that when you are then more in extension, you're more upright. Upright is what makes us human, right? Mm-hmm. You can think about all the other animals they are on all four legs. That evolution that got us upright is part of what brings us into that like mental health component as well. And that's like, the parasympathetics, which are going to help you stay into that more logic brain into being able to see reason and feel like feel your emotions and connect with why that's going on rather than being stuck in fear, stuck Mm -hmm. in anger, stuck in those kind of like negative emotions that are going to pull you into reflection. Mm -hmm. That was kind of a long-winded explanation. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes. No, totally. No, it's
1: good. It's good. Well, and I love how you said like, that's the part that makes us human. Like, I think that's such a great point to make and that it is. Cause you think about it, even, you know, even those of us who aren't, you know, clinically depressed, when you feel that those low vibration emotions, and you, you just want to curl up in a ball and not be standing like it's, yeah. I mean, it totally makes yeah. sense. It totally makes sense. No, I love that. So what are some ways you, you talk a lot about the nervous system and like, you know, regulating the nervous system and stuff. What are some ways I guess, well, I guess two parts to this, first of all, can you speak to kind of the importance of regulating the nervous system and then maybe some ways that we can help regulate our nervous system?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's super important to regulate the nervous system because that's what controls and modulates everything, right? So, whether it's like modulating and regulating the nervous system through movement or through looking at your mental health or what you're eating, like those components really make an impact on every single aspect of your life. So, Whether I don't know, I mean, a lot of people, like as a chiropractor, come to me with pain. Mm -hmm. So that pain might be coming from a lot of different causes, right? It might be coming from sitting for work for too long and not being active, but it might be coming from being really down in the dumps for a really long time Mm -hmm. and not really sure how to get out of that mental place. So, whatever the symptom, you can like say symptom for pain or low motivation or lack of focus, it's not necessarily like a symptom like pain, which Mm -hmm. is what I think a lot of people come up with. But whatever you want to work on, you can think of that as like your goal. Like, okay, I'm here and I want to get here. You can look at regulating your nervous system as a way to help you do that. That might be starting a new habit. It might be changing an automatic pattern that you're finding yourself kind of stuck in. So and then with doing that, you just kind of have to kind of take a step back. So let's see. So what is what is one like thing that you have a lot of clients that struggle with? Just Um, to use as an example.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good question. Well, I think just in general, it's just
0: consistency. Consistency, perfect. Yeah, so consistency, I mean, for someone might be from lack of motivation. Consistency could be from a pattern that's been ingrained in their nervous system for a long time. So let's say you're trying to start a new habit. You want to start working out every single day or you want to cut a particular food that you know your body doesn't respond well to and you probably do really well for a couple weeks and then that difficulty with consistency hits and you start maybe figuring out how to in your brain make it less important or make more excuses or time or you know like all of those things can come up so to help with that you can go at it from a lot of different angles depending on what you need one way might be honestly one way is just recognizing that that can happen. There's always that second phase of habit building where it's going to be a little bit more difficult. So then you want to set yourself up for success. If you're a person who knows that consistency is a difficult thing for you, you'll want to have a friend help you. You'll want to get a coach or hire a trainer to make it so you are more accountable to yourself. Sometimes you have to dig in a little bit deeper. Sometimes maybe it's... You have this habit in your nervous system of... After you mess up once, you're really, really hard on yourself. So then you just want to give up. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you just need to have a little grace with yourself, which you can sometimes you need help, right? So with my coaching clients, like there's different techniques that I, I work with them to help actually change those patterned responses. So mm-hmm. I've, t- I've mentioned a couple of times these like automatic patterns in your nervous system. They're not always easy to change by yourself because they are in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you can like, Sometimes, even if you identify it, so easy as flipping a switch and saying, Okay, you know, I see this pattern and I'm done with it. Could be, maybe, some things are easy, some things you're lucky, but sometimes it just takes a little bit more diving in and seeing, Oh, I have this pattern because this thing happened 15 years ago that caused me a lot of pain. And now I, at that point, responded in this way, which helped me. And now I am responding in this way again. But it's not helping me. Mm -hmm. So then seeing like, okay, how can, how can we fully process what happened at that time to make it so there's not as much charge from that thing? Even if it's not something you're thinking about, but something that's just being held in your body, being held in your nervous system, but actually processing it. So then you can move on and then you can see like, Oh yeah. Okay. I messed up one day, but you know, that doesn't make me worthless. That doesn't make me less than I'm actually totally fine with like making this day an even better day and keeping that consistency rather than being super hard on myself and mean to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I think that grace is really like the missing piece a lot of times and just giving yourself the grace to be like, okay, I, you know, I didn't follow through with what I said I was today, but then I can do better tomorrow. Like I think that's that's crucial. Yeah. So, when people come in to to see you like as a chiropractor, how much do you think and this is this might be a loaded question. I don't know, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. But when people come in to you and, you know, they're coming in for pain, how much of it is like actual pain and how much of it is like, is it the body's way of like manifesting, like, you know, stuck emotions and stress? Like, do you see the two sides of that a lot?
0: Yeah, all the time. And I don't know if I can give it a number, like Mm -hmm. 50% or 60%, but I think Most of the time, there's at least some connection between the two. Mm -hmm. There's a smaller percentage of time where maybe there was a very specific, like, accident or injury that caused pain Mm -hmm. that then just needs to heal. And then the person no longer has that pain anymore. But I think especially once it is a chronic issue, there is definitely a stress or emotional component to it because, like, your body's feeling of whether it's pain or soreness or like any any sort of like feeling that you're experiencing is partially due to something physical. But then now you have your body's chemical response going on in your system as well. So it could be something as simple as, Okay, I was in a car accident, and then I had this injury. And then I also had a lot of financial stress after the car accident. So then even after maybe the injury should have already been healed, you may still be having residual pain from it because you're still having to deal with that financial stress. So those two things, your body's response to each of them separately are connected because they happened at the same time, or maybe because there was like a part of the like response to the stress Mm -hmm. impacted the pain, made it worse. So like they're going to be intertwined for Mm -hmm. sure. And then on the other end of the spectrum, some people have pure stress or pure Mm -hmm. like emotional distress. Like it doesn't, they can be coming from a lot of different things. And then that changes the way that your brain is processing what's going on and can activate those pain centers. So then you have this pain for no physical reason. And that Mm -hmm. can be very frustrating to someone because they're like, I don't know why I'm Mm -hmm. hurting or, or something like that. So you really have to see, okay, you're coming in with this but let's take a few steps back, see the big picture. Is it biomechanical? Is Mm -hmm. it emotional? Is it even related to food or like the air that you're breathing or your environment in some way? So that's a really like holistic perspective that I think is really needed. Yeah, no,
1: for sure. I, I, I think when I think people underestimate, I mean, it's really, you know, the whole topic that we're discussing right now, people underestimate the mind body connection, like they just, you know, don't realize the power of it. And I think that it's, an, it's important to note that like there is a connection between your emotions and stress or anything and physical pain. Like there's clearly a connection there. And yeah. so I guess that leads you to my next question. How do you have any like strategies or tactics that you work, maybe you work with, with your clients on how to like uncover that? Because like you were saying before, a lot of times it's the subconscious, like we don't know, right? Cause it's all stuck in our subconscious. So are there are any like, strategies or tactics that you use to kind of pull out any of these like suppressed emotions or anything that are leading to physical pain.
0: Yeah. In my, the coaching work that I do, and sometimes even with my chiropractic patients, there are certain techniques that help to pull that out because, and it's actually interesting too, because you don't always need to know what is going on Mm -hmm. to be able to pull those things out. Mm -hmm. It is in your subconscious. Sometimes maybe you have identified like, that there's a large thing that happened in your past that you know is impacting your stress levels or your body's responses. Now, some people have that awareness. Sometimes you don't at all. But regardless, you can use these different stress reduction techniques and mind-body techniques to see. okay, this is where we're starting with. We're starting with the fact that you want to work on consistency, or we're starting with the fact that you have daily headaches that you have no idea where they're coming Mm -hmm. from. And then take that, there's a series of like different steps to see, okay, what emotions are involved. And what is this coming back to? What is the event that's actually charging up this physiological response in your body that's causing this? So that's definitely something that you need to be working with someone mm-hmm. to do that. That there are things that you can do on your own too. And in my opinion, one of the most useful ways to kind of access your subconscious, which is what you want to do when you're trying to change these patterns, is breathwork and meditation. Mm-hmm. So If you're looking for something to do at home on your own, uh, maybe you just don't have, you're not ready maybe to work with someone, then start with that. Even Mm -hmm. if it's just very small, like some people have a very, some people love meditation or love the idea of it, but maybe just need to get into it. Some people are very standoffish about it. So you kind of got to see what's right for you. So maybe it's even just okay, when I go out for a walk, I'm going to really just focus on slow breathing and just tune into how my stomach is moving when I'm breathing. Maybe it's as simple as that. Or maybe it's sitting down for 2 minutes, 5 minutes, once a day or a couple times a week and just trying to sit there by yourself or listen to a guided meditation. And then maybe that'll turn into something where it's different. Maybe you're sitting there for a longer. Maybe you feel really comfortable in your meditation. Maybe you now know like 5 different types of breathing techniques or whatever. But all of those things help you actually tune into going back to the beginning, that parasympathetic part of your nervous system, which is going to help you tune into your subconscious. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, even though maybe you don't know, okay, what is the actual problem here? What is this coming back to? What do I need to process? If you can tune into that, the kind of deeper part of your nervous system, it can help you access that even without knowing where you're starting, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it does. I think that's what gets a lot of people tripped up is they like spend so much time trying to pinpoint exactly what it is that's causing the thing when like you're saying like sometimes it's buried so deep in your subconscious like you don't know and maybe you'll never know like what it was you know things that are buried in your subconscious that are you know showing up as something else like it's so not not so much important about knowing why it's there but like doing like you're talking about those type of strategies to help just release you know yeah. the emotions associated with it yeah
0: yeah I like that.
1: Yeah. So let's switch gears a little bit. And I just want to you to share a little bit about how, because we're talking before we started this, before we started recording, and you've had such an exciting life. It seems like the past, (laughs) uh, recent future or recent past. So can you just share a little bit about your journey to get to where you are um, in this, in the chiropractic world
0: and as a wellness coach? Yeah, definitely. So I've actually wanted to be a chiropractor ever since I was a kid. My first chiropractic adjustment was was like six years old. Um, and it was something that we did consistently throughout my childhood. And then once I got to about high school, I was like, you know, I want to do this myself. So and then that started my journey to through chiropractic school and learning all of that. And then it was actually at chiropractic school that I learned more about the mind body connection as well and how that really made a huge difference in that holistic perspective on health. And then that's when I started working with patients in that way as well. And then after school, I actually moved to Europe. I worked in the Netherlands for a short time and then in Malta for a few years, which is a beautiful little country south of Italy. And it was an amazing experience. And now, as I was just telling you, I just moved to Arizona. So now I'm in Phoenix and will be starting a chiropractic practice here. And then... I've been doing my coaching work for a while as well, which is something that I can do remotely. So that's been really helpful for the mind-body work that I do with people. And it's just kind of amazing. I'm loving loving where the journey has taken me. And it's so, so filling being able to see people's lives change through both the coaching and with chiropractic. Absolutely. So it's, it's pretty awesome.
1: That's awesome. What if That's such a cool journey. That's so awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So I do like to end with the last question. I like to ask everybody the same question before I end. But before I do that, can you just tell everybody where they can find out more about you and your
0: your wellness coaching and all the mind-body work that you're doing? Yeah, so my website is healthyhabitstudio.com. I'll send you the link so you can have it in the show notes. I'm also pretty active on Facebook, still still not so active on Instagram, but <laughs> but I, 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 on Facebook, I actually have a group. So if anybody just oh, even cool. wants to join for free and just get tips and kind of do challenges with me yeah. to see okay, like, how can I connect my mind and body? How can I create more healthy habits for myself? Then that definitely join and reach out to me. I love just even being able to start conversations with people and see where you're at and what I can do to help you. So Thanks. check out my website. And then also for listeners... I would love to offer a free session with you for you guys. So just let me know where you heard me and then, and then we can set that up. Thank
1: you. That's so awesome. That's so generous. Thank you so much for offering that. That's super exciting. And I will put all those links in the show notes so y'all can reach out to Haley. And yeah, that's so awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so the question I like to end with, I like to hear everybody's answer. What do you think is the most important thing you can do to live with purpose?
0: Oh, to live with purpose, that would be tuning into yourself. Mm -hmm. So not trying to make a purpose based on anything outside to really just tune into yourself in whatever way that makes sense to you and see, okay, what is my center? What is my heart? What is my being telling me? And then that was going to express in your purpose. And I think that is what makes it so you can stay true to you, true to your purpose, and also like fluid throughout your life, because it can mean something different at one point in your life and another. Totally. But as long as you're tuning into you, that's your purpose. Yeah.
1: I love that.
0: Thank you so much.
1: That's great. I love that answer. Thank you so much, Dr. Haley, for spending time with us and sharing all of this. I'm so excited that the session that you're offering everybody. So I'll for sure put a link down there in the show notes. But thanks so much for, for chatting with us today. Thanks for having me on. This is great hope. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks y'all.